Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Hucett Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. Hey, real quick, speaking of golf, call now and get your tee time at the Bridges for the next Links in Line and Kugel's event. Call the Bridges at 605-763-2202. And then also call Madison. Summer Skip Day is actually the end of July this year. That's the earliest it has ever been. Give the Madison Country Club a call, 256-3991, 605-256-3991. I was just up and saw Sully and a bunch of friends with the book event, was out in the winter, was in Brookings at the Pride event on Saturday. The response has been great, and I appreciate that. Uh, by the way, my book would make a great Father's Day gift. I'm doing this just because Stu Whitney is listening. Uh, go to sportsmaxradio.com, first person legendary South Dakota sports stories, and, uh, order now online and we'll get it to you in time for, uh, for Father's Day. I, I, we keep swinging this. Like I said, this is a great show. I, I got to talk to Mark. I never talked to Mark. I text Mark. Got to talk to Tim Weinbach. And now we get to talk to my buddy, Stu Whitney. Stu, how the heck are you? I am good, Mike. Uh, following Tim Weinbach is, uh, is, is always difficult, but I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to do it my very best here. <laughs> That's good to, good to know. Listen, speaking of Father's Day, do you have uh, have some copies of the COVID Chronicles uh, left? I do. I was in Zambros the other day, and they had one copy left there. Uh, I think Barnes & Noble, they're usually filtering around one or two. I've got a few down the basement. I'm not as good as you are at going out and uh, and setting up a table and, and selling books. I wish I was, I was better at that. Um, but, I mean, Amazon is, is always a, a fail-safe way of going about it if someone wants to uh to order the book there's always copies of it on amazon and you might luck out at uh at zambros or, or barnes and noble as well all right sounds good i i think you would enjoy doing that Stu. you you yeah do- i think i'm just too lazy to do it but i, I know <laughs> i went to uh gave bill howard a couple events and i saw him doing that with with the book that he came out with and uh and of course you're doing it and i think tom gunlex has got his yep. uh his long-awaited sequel coming out soon so it's it is a good way to do it and plus you you know you get to have actual conversations with people that are you have either read it or uh our prospective readers so it makes it a lot more meaningful and i did have a you know i did have an event at zambros when it when it came out but i right. probably should have done more uh book events uh, that's all right on your next book besides that you're kind of busy you and I have a little bit different lifestyle, although yours is is getting a little bit less hectic because of where the kids are in their life. But the last few years, you've had a few kids' events you've had to had to you know put on the calendar as well. Yeah, it's a little weird not having summer uh, AAU basketball and being at the, the Pentagon or being on the road every weekend. It's actually my my yard looks a little better. I'll put <laughs> And Elliot is up actually at Gustavus, uh, doing a, a camp. He's like, uh, he's a clinician at, at a, at a camp up there and, uh, went up thinking he was just going to run some kids through some layup drills. And he texted me last night. He said, yeah, I'm, 
in charge of a residence hall with like 80 kids in it. So he, <laughs> his responsibility meter just went from zero to 60 pretty quickly. Boy, no kidding. Welcome to college. You're in charge. Stu Whitney joins us here. Stu, of course, now with the South Dakota News Watch. And, and Stu, remind people, you and I obviously have talked about this before, but remind folks what South Dakota News Watch is all about. So it's a nonprofit journalism organization. It was founded by a couple guys that I know pretty well, Randall Beck and Jack Marsh, both former executive editors of the Argus Leader. Uh, they wanted to kind of find a way to fill the void with uh, all the changes we've seen in the journalism uh, market here in, in newspaper market here in Sioux Falls. Uh, so we are funded purely by private donations. We don't accept advertising. We don't uh, tie to any uh, corporate groups or anything like that or any advocacy groups. And so it's it's straight uh, what I would call deep dive journalism where we pick out, we don't have to worry about the, the daily breaking news grind. We find uh, topics and uh, issues that are important to to South Dakota and try to bring fresh light to them. And it's the best thing is it's totally free. Uh, you can uh, go to South Dakota News Watch and uh, just type that, that in uh, to go to the website. And then all you have to do is put in your email address and uh, you're part of the newsletter and you're going to get our stories coming into your inbox uh, twice a week or more for uh, that uh, at no charge whatsoever to you. So, it's not a bad deal, and uh, we also partner with South Dakota Newspaper Association uh, where we provide our stories to them. So occasionally you'll actually see my byline still on the Argus Leader, uh, Mitchell, Aberdeen, Rapid, Rapid City. They all run South Dakota Newswatch stuff periodically. So it's, uh, it's a good way to definitely kind of stay in touch with people who have, uh, who have read me through the years. Well, and the thing is, as Stu Whitney joins us, the thing is, what I have seen with the grassroots journalism, which is what you are doing, is we are getting back to, indeed, simple, fact-based. In your case, you go a little more in-depth than, than, you know, you even would with the newspaper. Uh, I'm, yep. I'm enjoying it. The, the resurgence that we're seeing of good journalists doing good work is refreshing. Yeah, I think everyone's kind of saw what was happening with, uh, I mean, Gannett, obviously, just uh, what they have done to, the damage they have done to community journalism is is almost hard to even put into words. And when I say Gannett, I mean uh, the recent, the most recent iteration of Gannett uh, right. after their merger with Gatehouse, which is basically owned by a hedge fund. And, and so it's uh, a totally different mo- business model than when I was there, clearly. Uh, but, you know, they, it's not just Sioux Falls. It's not just the Argus Leader. They owned, uh, they own Watertown and they, they own Aberdeen. Right. And so they're a business strategy of essentially, uh, trying to reduce expenses through layoffs, uh, fit, selling of physical properties, including the Argus Leader building, uh, and, you know, essentially trying to get what they can still out of the, uh, print product while uh, cutting expenses everywhere else at the expense of the quality of the journalism. Clearly, uh, I think people assumed that that was going to be the death knell of journalism in South Dakota. But, uh, you know, you've seen uh, you've seen the viability uh, of of the journalistic product that we can put out here because, you know, you've got South Dakota Searchlight, yep. uh, which started up. Uh, Newswatch has been around already for about six years, but South Dakota Searchlight just came up 
Uh, you got Dakota Scout, which is a, a, a new venture, obviously. Um, and you're, I think you're going to see more, actually, because there's always going to be a need for content. And, uh, and I think people realize people are willing to, in our case, donate money because they want they recognize a need for watchdog journalism, which is you know uh, making sure government is not pulling the wool over people's eyes, uh, data journalism, trying to make sense of uh, very complex issues that affect people's day-to-day lives. And if you don't have the resources to do that, it's uh, it, it's difficult to to pull off. So uh, I think we've seen people. Uh, you know, put their money where their mouth is and, and, and be willing to, to donate and support local journalism. So I think that's a kind of a success story, even though it looked uh, very bleak for a while there. Right. Yeah, and I agree. And I would strongly encourage folks, if you haven't found those organizations, if you haven't found those websites, A, find them, B, support them, give them money. That's, that's what it takes. And believe me, for what you have, you know, I, I swear, Stu, we could have sanctioned the, the uh, uh, sport of complaining about newspapers in this state and had a, a very robust state tournament with it. But uh, it, but it's like, well, don't just complain. Do something. Go support these local folks. You know, drop your if you're mad at your newspaper, then by golly, spend your money where it's actually being being well worth. Because that's what I love specifically about South Dakota Newswatch is the depth of the reporting. Yeah, and I think there is just like anything else, kind of a supply and demand, and uh, and people there are people that want to want to go deep on these. You know, there was also sort of this this feeling that journalists had changed, and, and you know. It was all about just uh, quick hits on social media, right. and it was and all list- a tweet. Exactly what we would call listicles, like uh, top five reasons to go to Mount Rushmore or whatever, <laughs> uh, because people were too lazy. You know, the, the theory was that people were too lazy to read anything more than that. And there's, you know, to, to the younger generation, uh, there is some of that where, where they're constantly scrolling, and, and you need to sort of uh, get their attention quickly. And then they're going to move on to the next thing. But I, I, I give I give humanity a little bit more credit than that. I, I, I do think when you've talked about some of the things that are happening in the state, and I've been doing stories on some of these ballot uh, measures that are are coming up, and they're involving very important issues. Uh, I've been writing quite a bit about the uh, the attempt to codify uh, Roe v. Wade with the abortion thing that Dakota's, Dakotans for Health, a very complex issue. And I've done several stories on it, and I and I do think that, and based on the feedback I've gotten, I think it's true that um, that there is a desire to to go deep on some of these issues, yep, and and hear both sides, and you know look at some of the legal precedents, and you know what does this ballot what does this ballot language mean? What does this what does this measure mean that I'm going to be voting for or against? Um, that is going to potentially change our state constitution. You know, that's, that sounds pretty important to me. I better know what these words mean that are going into this thing. And so we're going, we're going, uh, we have something called behind the ballot where we're looking at each ballot measure. We're looking at the pros and cons. We're talking to both sides. And, uh, so that is, I think, uh, pretty vital, a pretty vital enterprise, uh, for what's going on in South Dakota right now. 
Stewart. He joins us. South Dakota News Watch is the organization. Yeah, that that has been great. Now, in the meantime, I want to I want to double back here for a minute. Um, so, does this mean that you and Lisa are testing out empty nest syndrome this week? If if Elliot's off at uh, basketball camp. Yeah, well, Emily is still, uh, she's working this, she's going to USC law school starting in the fall. Oh, she's okay. Working for the, she's working for the Minnehaha, Minnehaha County Public Defender's Office. So she's actually living at home until okay. she leaves. She'll leave here in a, I don't know, month, month and a half to go down to Vermilion. So we're not, we're not totally empty yet, but we're, it's starting to dawn on us that <laughs> that is, that is indeed happening. So. Now, I've, we, uh, I've, I've told you this before, just be prepared. This was the case in my house, and it may be with Lisa as well. Uh, for Deb, it took her about six months after we took my son, uh, probably four or five months after we took my son back. I, I was pretty much over it, um, once we hit the on-ramp of the interstate outside of Brookings. So just be, <laughs> be aware that there may be different approaches, okay? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was difficult when we first took Emily down to University of Nebraska her freshman year. Just it was the first time I had taken a, a kid to, to college and sort of dumped him off and, and left him. So that was that was difficult. But yeah, you do you do get over it. And, uh, and I think it was maybe harder before cell phones or where you can't. Right. And I mean, now you can text or FaceTime or you know, it's not like uh, it's not like she's in. It's not like she's in the a different continent or something. Uh, <laughs> right. I think we can probably probably make it happen. Uh, Elliot and I, you know, spend so much time together and uh, you know watching because uh, we're about the only two other than you. We're about the only two Detroit sports fans that, that we know in this uh, <laughs> right. in, in which we live. Yeah. So we spend a lot of time talking about that and watching those games, and uh, so it'll be. It'll be difficult, uh, just as a father, but also just as someone who's uh, spent a lot of time with him. But you know, uh, seeing uh, it'll be interesting to see how much he plays as a freshman for Gustavus. I mean, if he's playing, which I certainly hope he is, and I would probably be going up to, to all those games and, and and seeing him, or at least most of them. So uh, the connection, the connection continues. But yeah, it's a different, it's a different chapter, and uh, I know that you. You've gone through it. You've thrived in, the, in that role, and I hope to, uh, hope to, hope to use, use you as a template for that. <laughs> All right. Boy, that's a that's a pretty low bar, but thanks anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, so since this is a sports show, I should probably at some point we should talk about sports. Uh, Detroit and the Royals both stink this summer. This uh, this is This is not shaping up the way I thought this summer was going to go to. Well, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna push back a little bit. I mean, Detroit is in second place right now in the in the AL Central, and only only because the AL Central is you know abysmal this year. Right, right. I but that's admit that. That, yeah, but that's that's a good point. That's a fair point. Second place is second place. Now the Royals are atrocious. I will I will grant you that. Um, and the Tigers will probably start start falling as well. I mean, they were supposed to last year was supposed to be sort of the end of the rebuild for the Tigers, and they were absolutely terrible last year. <laughs> you know, that's a terrible feeling when you go through like a four or five year rebuild in baseball, and, they, and, they, and you still stink. Right. And you realize the rebuild didn't really work. You know, that's uh, that's a tough realization. So they fired their GM and brought in a new guy who looks like he's pretty good. He's using more 
kind of the modern evaluations of players and stuff like that. So, and we, you know, everything that could go wrong did go wrong last year. But so, yeah, it's, it's fun just to have games that are actually somewhat meaningful. I think we're three and a half, three and a half games out of, out of first. And the Twins are helping us out by losing a lot of games. So, right. so it's, it's fun to be in contention, but I'm not, I don't have any delusions of grandeur there. But I mean, the Royals, at least you got your, you got your World Series out of that, that <laughs> one group, but not even. You have to wait like eight or nine more years, and you'll be competitive again. Right. Uh, and that's what's so disappointing to me with the Royals. I really thought that this was going to be the year that they turned the corner and are at least in that 500 category. You know, right. they've got a lot of great young players, and, and obviously Salvi is still, you know, incredible. But, uh, yeah, they have uh, found brand new ways to lose. And how's about the Twins? Do you, what are you? What's been your impression of the Twins so far this year? If I were a Twins fan, I'd be very frustrated because they seem to have all the ingredients, and uh, it's just for whatever reason it's not coming together. For, number one, they can't stay healthy. Right, you know, Kurt Gray out, Buxton out, and those are those are marquee players. You got to you got to keep them in the lineup, particularly with what you're paying them, particularly Correa, and then you know the pitching. Uh, been unpredictable uh i don't know i don't watch them uh on a daily basis so i don't know enough to judge some of the managerial moves but i've seen some discontent with uh some of the managerial moves and i and i would guess that rocco's job is uh, a little tenuous right now if they if they were to finish you know second or third in the al central this year i think he'd probably lose his job at the end of the year i mean that's this is a very very weak division it is should be the Twins should be running away with this division right now. Yeah, they they should be ten games up, easily. Right. Yeah. Without yeah, it's not an exaggeration at all. Right. Right. So that's the fact that they are sort of scratching and clawing to stay ahead of Detroit and Cleveland um, is an indictment of basically the the decisions that were made not just by the manager but by probably the general manager uh, and a little bit of the injury bug as well, but. Over the course of 162 games, things tend to balance out, and, the, and the, unless there's something, you know, really rotten at the core of that organization, I would expect them to to come out on top at least at least win the division. I don't know how far they'll go in the playoffs. Yep, I I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, that's I and I you know listen on the radio to Corey and Danny and and that sort of thing, and yeah, I'm I'm with you. It's just like that that's a tough club to get a feel for. All right, what's coming up next in South Dakota Newswatch? Well, we're actually still going on with uh, some of the some of the ballot stuff. I've got right. something coming out uh, uh, this week, looking at again uh, how the wording of a amendment. I did something on the grocery tax and how uh, this was a few weeks ago on how the wording is being challenged uh, by the Attorney General, where. If you say you cannot tax anything consume, uh, consumed by humans, he's saying that could include tobacco and could uh, be a problem with the tobacco, tobacco master settlement that South Dakota is involved with and could really affect things revenue-wise for South Dakota. So that is that kind of gave Governor Nome uh, an off-ramp to say she no longer or she will not support the measure, even though it uh, sort of dovetails with her campaign pledge to get rid of the grocery tax so anytime there's something that people are maybe a little are uncomfortable with uh 
it's very easy to kind of muddy the waters of the minds of voters and say, hey, this is what the measure says, but it, all, it might have these unintended consequences. And that's a, what's a little bit going on with the, uh, with the abortion measure as well. It's pretty complex to just summarize in a, in a few minutes, but right. basically involves uh, one of the late-term exceptions, which is life or health of the mother. And so John Hansen from South Dakota Right to Life and some other are saying that, uh, that when you have life or health, then health could extend to mental health. And it would allow, in their words, uh, Planned Parenthood or other, uh, in John Hansen's words, abortionists who would be making those medical decisions and and allow uh, for some of these late-term abortions to occur. Uh, it's, if you look at the data, and, and we'll point this out in the story, those, those late-term abortions that he's talking about are very, very rare uh, in the United States. So, Sue? I need, I'm running out of time, so I gotta run, but I gotta thank you for your time. I'm glad that this worked out, and I'll look forward to continued, uh, continually reading your good stuff in the South Dakota News Watch. All right, Mike, we will, uh, we'll talk to you soon. I appreciate it. You bet. Stu Whitney joining us, and we're back to wrap things up after this. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013 or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. Does every home in your neighborhood look the same? Looking to give your home a little more pizzazz? A new garage door from Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls is the easy way to give your home that new, refreshed look. We offer a variety of styles and options to fit any type of home. Stand out in the crowd and contact Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls. Now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. Orthopedic pain shouldn't disrupt every part of your life. You sit out when others head out. You find yourself saying, not today, when you really wish you could. If you've been avoiding the activities you used to love, make a change. The expert team at Sanford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine can guide you through a full scope of orthopedic care. We have surgical and non-surgical treatment options that manage your pain to get you back in action. Because life is better with the freedom to move. Learn more at SanfordHealth.org. No one has a handbook for what we're living through today, which is why the experience you have access to makes all the difference in how you make it to tomorrow. For decades, Dakota Bank has worked with ag producers through industry, economic, and regional changes. We're committed to agriculture. We're committed to the producers and families that make our communities great. Go with commitment, experience, and integrity. Dakota Bank, banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Insurance and trust not FDIC insured. This guy had more issues with his eyes. The minute he first came out of surgery, he walked in with a huge grin on his face. And for the first time since he was a little kid, he could see perfect. Going to Vance Thompson Vision was an easy experience. If you're going to trust your eyes to anybody, trust them to a leader in that field. When it came time for me to make a decision about where we were going to go for my LASIK surgery, there was no question that it would be Vance Thompson Vision. Call 877-522-EYES to schedule a free consultation. Penny Kleindienst is an interior designer. 
So when Eric and Becky Roskop hired Simply Perfect to update their dream home, she knew where to turn. The experts at Fireplace Pros have a wide variety of heat and glow and heat-later fireplaces to choose from. And they hit a home run with a contemporary fireplace they chose together. They always help me come up with the perfect fireplace that makes all the difference in the way a home looks and feels. Our gas fireplaces and inserts from Heat and Glow and Helator are the best in the business. You can stop in and see the region's largest showroom or visit us on the web at fireplaceprofessionals.com and get a virtual tour. We have almost 100 Heat and Glow and Helator models on display and even more in stock. If you ever need advice, just call 339-0775 or better yet, stop in and see us. We're Fireplace Pros, 1217 West 41st Street, Sioux Falls. Just like Becky and Eric, you're going to love the way your home feels. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Lewis Drug, Great Life Health and Fitness, and Fireplace Pros. Hey, it's great to see Mark out on the golf course again. It is also always fun to fill in. Thanks so much to uh, Tim Weidenbach with HigherPowerSports.org. O-R-G, and Stu Whitney with South Dakota News Watch. Fun catching up with those guys, and and uh, I I really do enjoy filling in. Uh, my book, First Person, Legendary South Dakota Sports Stories, available at sportsmaxradio.com. Order your copy now. We'll get one signed. It makes a great Father's Day gift, and we'll get it to you in time. We'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Hague Realtors, Pusett Speedway, Comfort King, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. Save big money in your next project and get